It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Radio presented by Parks Casino, the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And Elliot Shore Parks and I are sitting here right now in the beautiful, beautiful sportsbook at the Parks Casino. Uh, what a what a thrill to be here today. Well, Elliot. it's a perfect time to be here. We're sitting here. We had the Phillies honestly disappointing somewhat performance <laughs> today. Did not keep it super close. Got the Phillies on. Villanova will be here on here soon. Like, for a day with a lot going on, I have to say I am jealous of the amount of TVs that are here. Oh, I'm it's making amazing. You wish. I know you have two, two TVs in your base. I do. Yeah. I do. This must be how you're living. This is this is my kind of place, yes. Elliot Shore yes. Parks. TVs wall-to-wall, amazing seating in there, comfy seats can bet everywhere it is an awesome 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 place so come on down if you get a chance and obviously we are happy and lucky to be here and we're going to be here moving forward on saturdays yes. which is really really exciting so uh let's dive into it as uh you know villanova game coming up at six so a quick show for us today yes. but let's dive in a little eagles action this week i think you know a lot to get into but the biggest news of the week eagles fans super excited Derek Barnett's back. It's really, Yay! it's really the perfect signing and perfect name for make to make fans just absolutely livid. Like we'll get into the actual signing and you know, all those things, but in terms of just the the reaction to it, I can't think of a single player they could have brought back where fans would have been more disappointed. Especially on top of the fact that the offseason's already not going well, to bring back Derek Barnett. Man, I mean, you know, you talk to uh, people every day with with your show. Like, people are not happy about it. No, and it's pretty funny because, look, the numbers for the contract still haven't come out. Which Interestingly I- enough. Interesting, which means probably his agent doesn't want it out there yes. or, or someone doesn't want it out there. But I'm guessing it can't be that much money to bring Derek Barnett no. back, especially with the timing of the deal and all that. So, like, you look at it and say, all right, if he's a, a, a you know, fourth defensive end type guy if he's going to play 20 percent of the snaps like 
it's fine, right? Like, so, it's like, who cares? But at the same time, because he's Derek Barnett, because he's so annoying to have on your football team, it's driving us all crazy. Can I go on a bit of a uh, a bit of a rant here? Oh, a, a please. Sp- a spiel, the, the if you floor will. is yours, the sir. The floor is mine. Yes. So I'm just going to sit back and look at all the beautiful TVs. All right. Think? The Derek Barnett signing is everything that is wrong with the Eagles right now. Like, if you had to put everything that's wrong with this team into one move, it would be the Derek Barnett signing. And let me list you the three ways why this is everything that's wrong with the team. First, when you look at the cap implications of it, Derek Barnett already has a $7 million cap hit on the team, even if he didn't resign because of the way how he restructured the deal. So even if if he went and played. Sure, people will love to hear that. Yes, even if he went and played for another team, he would still cost Eagles $7 million. So let's say, like we both believe, it's a low money deal. Let's say it's $4 million one year, right? Probably the lowest it would possibly be. You're talking about him costing $11 million on your cap, which would be one of the largest cap hits on the team. So I think that the fact that they restructured his deal last year, let him hit free agency, and now have to re-sign him speaks to the fact that although I still believe Howie's good with the cap, I still believe the cap ultimately doesn't matter, things do not look good with the cap right now. It just They don't. And the Derek Barnett signing really speaks to that. The second reason I this everything wrong with the Eagles right now is let's be real. This is not a creative, interesting, or exciting signing. Like this is a retread signing. I think the, they, they did not plan to bring Barnett back. There's no way if they wanted him back on the team, he would have never hit free agency. I agree. Right? Or he would have signed earlier in free agency. So both sides were willing to move on. He clearly didn't like what he saw out there. The Eagles thought, okay, for this price, whatever, we'll bring you back. And it just speaks to a lack of uh, – uh, imagination, a lack of creativity. Like, how many times have we seen them go back to the same well of players when, when, when it comes to free agency? I'm a big Jordan Matthews guy. They brought Jordan Matthews back like four times. Like, go get somebody else. Jordan Howard continually coming back. You look at the moves that they make, and very rarely do they bring in a player where you're like, oh, that, that's interesting or that's different. It's the same guys again and again. And here's the third part of why it's everything that's wrong with the Eagles right now. Because it's probably a good signing. And, and that's the frustrating part about it, right? So you look at the cap implications, and you're like, this makes no sense. You look at the lack of creativity, and I can see why fans are frustrated. But it's also probably a good move. Because as you said, as the third or fourth guy, he is not a terrible defensive end. And I know about the penalties, trust me. I know we'll get callers today that'll say he has more sacks and penalties. That's true. There's a reason he was just now signed. But when you look at his pass rushing numbers, he's not been bad at doing what he's supposed to do, and that's getting after the quarterback. He hits the quarterback a little too late. That's certainly a problem. Mm -hmm. But last year he had, I believe, 35 quarterback hurries. Hassan Reddick had 44. And I know that's a bit of a wonky number because Hassan Reddick had uh, nine sacks or whatever, right? So he's like Hassan Reddick is better than Derek Barnett. But when it comes to getting after the quarterback, he does do a decent job of it. And I actually thought the end of last year he played better as it went on. So – I think it's – I understand why fans are, fans are frustrated about it. It's not a move that makes me think the team's going to be better or anything like that. But I do think ultimately it's probably a good use of money. And there's a decent chance at this time next year we're looking and saying Barnett probably outplayed the contract they gave him. Yeah, it, it, that's the funny part about it because it's not a you know bad signing when you look at the player and the money, but it's a bad signing if you're an Eagles fan. And I think it's also the, the kind of the – some of the offseason as well. The idea that we went into this offseason with such high hopes for they're going to make this team better. You know, if the people who want Jalen here, they're going to build around Jalen. They're going to do all these things. And it started good with the Reddick signing, you know. Yeah. 
quibble with it, whatever you want. I think most people were excited that they went out and spent money on a guy who has been a proven pass rusher in the NFL the last few years and has upside and all that type of stuff. And then it's just nothing until Zach Paschal. The Howie Roseman signing was the biggest move they made until they signed back Zach Paschal. And then for it to get to this point where it's like, oh, and then, of of course, of course, Derek. So many Eagles fans had counted on Derek Barnett just being gone. Not, and it's one of those things where you know I always do the the sports are supposed to be fun thing. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a one great, of my very applicable here. Yeah, and it is. Uh, this off season hasn't been fun, and the Derek Barnett signing is like the perfect example of it because that guy's not fun to have on your team. He does dumb stuff. He makes stupid decisions, and it's infuriating because it happens over and over and over again, and it's such a symbol of what this offseason is to this fan base. Everyone is looking at it, and it's just like, really, man? Well, and the interesting thing for me with, with this Eagles offseason is I really do think that, look, this time last year when we were talking about the Eagles and where they were at, there was a lot of anger towards the team, anger towards, ha- towards Howie, some anger towards Carson, but also anger about how they handled Carson, the fact Doug was fired. People were mad at the team. And then I think they built back a lot of that goodwill by going to the playoffs last year. I know it wasn't a legitimate playoff spot in some people's eyes, but they were better than people thought. Sirianni exceeded expectations. He was viewed as a puppet when they hired him, and then he exceeded it. And so to take all that goodwill, I can really see it kind of disappearing within the fan base right now. And you can see people are, and and again, I agree, like rightfully so, very frustrated with this team and how the offseason's gone. 215-592-9494. Get on the line now. We're going to get to calls next segment. The Derek Barnett signing. We'll get to the Kaiser White signing as well, the signing today. I'm sure Eagles fans are thrilled with this signing. Another one that's probably a fine signing. You know, I think we're a little scarred we'll from get Eric into Wilson it, yeah. last year. I have some thoughts. We'll get into that. And just the state of this offseason, where this team is at right now, are you as down as it feels like most Eagles fans are? Or, look, the the other side of this is we haven't even gotten to the draft yet, right? Yeah. Like, we all went into this offseason saying three first-round picks. Like, this is the biggest thing that the Eagles have. It's the most picks we've ever had in the first round, all this stuff. And we're still a month away from that, and everyone's already despondent with the offseason. It hasn't even happened yet. And that's the crazy thing is, rightfully so, people are despondent. But then also, I do think this team has a chance to turn it around. I do still believe in the backbone of Jeffrey Lurie, Howie, and now Nick Sirianni. So, I, you know, I come, I come to, the, to the listeners a, a torn man right now because I do think and I understand the frustration, but I also think they, they do have a chance to turn this around. 215-592-9494, where are you at with the Eagles offseason? We, we will get to calls coming up next. It's Elliot Shore Parks. It's James Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio live from the beautiful Parks Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And by the way, if you have not downloaded the new Bet Parks app yet, you are missing out. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered for anything and everything, including obviously tonight, big time college hoops action. And you can bet whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Both options. You can use the Bet Parks, the Bet Parks app, Casino. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is a sanctuary where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. The sports book and a casino all in one amazing app. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And betting on this stuff just makes these games more fun. And tonight, college hoops action. Villanova in action tonight. They're a two-and-a-half-point underdog. I like that, man. I wouldn't bet against this Nova team in this spot. They've done it before, only a two-and-a-half-point dog. And, of course, after that tonight, Duke, the the – 
famous coach, maybe his last game. They are a four-point favorite uh, in this one against Arkansas. All kinds of action to bet on. Of course, you can bet on pro hoops. Baseball's coming up. Football futures. Anything and everything. It is a blast. And here's the deal with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. If you sign up now, new customers, you make your first bet risk-free up to $750. A $750 risk-free bet. Just download the app in the App Store or Google Play Store or anywhere else you get your apps. Again, the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Play there. And, of course, also... Don't forget, now open the Parks Race and Sportsbook located right inside the new Chickies and Pete's Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there. The Bet Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Jim, James, Jimothy. Elliot. Elliot. It is Go Birds Radio brought to you by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. We are coming to you live from the beautiful sportsbook at the Parks Casino, having a blast talking some birds as uh, getting made, made a little money last night off of uh, St. Peter's. How about that? The Peacocks. The Peacocks getting it done last night in Philly, no less. Here's the best way to gamble. If it's National Peacock Day, you bet on St. Peter's I, that's a really, it's yeah. a, I think Took that's the, the right line. way to do it. Yeah. I think that's the right way to do it. All right, 215-592-9494. Where are you at with the state of this Eagles offseason? There's been a lot of consternation we'll say about the eagles offseason or uh, is it too early the draft still hasn't even happened yet there are still moves to be made and uh, are we maybe going a little too far with how devastating this offseason has been speaking of the offseason we'll get into the kaiser white signing in a few minutes elliot shore parks will tell you all you need to know about kaiser white if you don't know much because guess what i'll be honest i didn't know too much about kaiser That's white why i'm here time, so. the beat writer you need yeah we'll get to elliot in a minute first let's go to the phones 215-592-9494 go to ardmore and talk to our pal ned one of our dudes what up certified ned? real one yeah what up, yo ned? what's going on guys what a pleasure buddy you're actually on the air at parks this week how about it yes we are we are <laughs> we made it safely we thank made you it for yes. i'm happy yes. for you both yes thank beautiful. you sir thank you finally happened great yeah, man. I mean, I'm just here at my new restaurant, just getting set up, listening to Go Birds, blasting it loud, bothering all my neighbors, listening to the Go Birds. It. It's Love the it. only way to listen to, to be, us. Yeah, loud. We, we annoy your neighbors. That's the. I mean, I'm opening the, the windows, blasting yes. it as loud as possible. <laughs> Anything people say about James' voices, the louder the better. Yes, that yes. is yeah, a, a constant true. refrain that I hear. Yes. So what's yeah, on I your mean, mind, I Ned? What, I don't know what else to say besides this is just the off season that I expected. I thought we would do nothing, and we've done nothing. <laughs> I think that there's some sort of plan in Howie's head that's going to come through the draft. He's going to try and make some sort of move that impresses everyone, but draft has never worked for us. So this is sadly looking like a really lame off season that will probably add a couple pieces at the end that will be people we've either seen before or no one's ever heard of. So, so, yeah, so Ned, to, to that point, like, and one thing people do say is offseason's not over, and it's true. There's still the draft. There's still waves of free agency. But I went back and I looked, and it, from 2016, when kind of Howie 2.0 took back over the Eagles, if you look at the offseason, after late March, the guys that they bring in, outside of 2017, when clearly they hit a lot of home runs, Chris Long, LeGarrette Blunt, Patrick Robinson, guys they got late in free agency. Outside of that, 2016, all their signings late after were a disaster. 18, 19, 20, last offseason. Very rarely has Howie done a good job in the offseason of finding free agency bargains later on. So the draft is still coming. 
with three first-round picks, they clearly have a chance to be able to do something that could really help the team. But the sad reality is this team kind of is what it is at this point. The chances of them adding an impact veteran player are just slim based off Howie's track record. You mean besides Zach Pascal? Yes, correct. Hey. Besides Zach Pascal. Yes. 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 Really just crushing this offseason. Yeah. Yes. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the amount of movement that happened in this offseason, it's just mind-blowing that we didn't do anything. I mean, and I thought we were going to start strong with Hassan Reddick. That happened early. I thought yeah, that was first the day. beginning. And then it was Howie. And then that's it. Ned, so, it's, yeah. a ple- it's a pleasure it's a to hear your voice. It's a disappointing offseason, to say the least. But, uh, you know, go Birds. Call us again soon, brother. Go Birds. Yeah. yeah. The, well, and look, they did try for what it's worth, right? Like, I mean, they've been reported to be in on the Calvin Ridley trade was apparently like all but done. They were in on, you know, Christian Kirk yes. and in on Allen Robinson and in on Marcus Williams. So like they haven't been like, well, and I purposefully I, stagnant. And I think so that's speak. a really important point and distinction to make, because one thing I hear a lot is, well, they're, they're not investing in the team because they don't believe in Jalen Hurts. And that's something you could definitely read into it with the lack of movement. But they did try to sit, trade for Calvin Ridley. They did try to sign Allen Robinson. If they trade for Calvin Ridley, I think we're sitting here and going, look, they, they went and got Jalen Hurts the receiver he needs. If they pay, for, if they pay big money to Allen Robinson, we're sitting here and going, okay, they are investing in the offense. So the bottom line is the bottom line. As we say, we are a bottom line radio show. Like The results are the results, and they have not added anybody. But from an intention standpoint, they have tried to do stuff. And I think that's important to mention when talking about how they feel about Jalen Hurts and how willing they are to invest around him. 215-592-9494. We'll get to the Kaiser White signing in just a minute. First, let's go to South Philly and talk to our guy, Darren. Yo, D. What's up, brother? What's up, vegan brother? How you doing? What up? How you doing? Now, let me start by, you make my point every time you talk. On one face out your mouth, Elliot, you sit there and say, Howie Roseman's this great GM, yada, yeah. yada. And then you single-handedly itemize everything he's done wrong. So well, we he's having a bad offseason, for sure. He's had a bad last, with the exception of the Super Bowl year, he's had a bad last, what's that, five years now? No, he had a very good offseason last year. He had a very good offseason last year. He acquired the he acquired the first rule. Well, first of all, I don't know how many games you thought they would win, but they went out and they won nine games. So clearly, the roster was better than people thought. He acquired first round picks. I mean, he had a good year last year. That's a very aggressive take by you, sir. Very well, aggressive. Well, that's what I do. I mean, it's also correct. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean James, you would one. agree he had a good offseason. I, I think he had at least a decent offseason. I don't think you could say he had but a bad offseason last year. But Elliot, explain this to me at some point. Okay, so you simply said we, we couldn't we couldn't pay Robinson. Our cap is in the toilet. But, and then you bring back Derek Barnett. I didn't know that one. Thank you for, like, poo-pooing on my Saturday. I somehow missed that. They slipped that under the wire. Yeah, well, so nice Friday how, afternoon how is, announcement. Mm-hmm. How are they making the team better? And They're how, not. Like, how we, so, but, how, I mean, I'm, I've lost hope. We, by, by definition, this is insanity. They've tried, they try to do the same thing over and over, expect different results. I yeah. have no faith in how we making draft these draft pickers work. I like having the draft capital. Howie doesn't need to be making the picks. Well, to, to, so, to Howie's credit, he did have a good draft last year. They got a lot of instant results. Devontae, Landon Dickerson, Kenny, Kenny Gainwell. So, like, they okay, did have a good draft a last blind, year. Well, my two-year-old niece could have picked uh, Devontae Smith. I'm just saying. Let's, let's not give him – you mean because he blew it the year prior when Justin Jeffries were right there and selected Jalen Rager. So, don't kick him like, oh, my goodness, he did a great job because he selected the person that yeah. was, he was supposed to. No, Darren, I'm he, – shown he, he won't do that the person you're supposed to select at that chap that's why he was a laughing stock but i have an interesting angle for you and i want your opinion 
because I do value with ESP. All right. Would you, would you, with our second-round draft pick, if he's still available, would you select the Michigan D in, uh, D in the blue as Achilles out? And I'll hang All up right. with your answer. Good question, D. Always a pleasure. David Ojaba blew it out. His Achilles was clearly going to be a you know, high-to-mid-first-round type of pick, yeah. it seemed. Blew out the Achilles. How far does that set him back, you think? So the Eagles have had a pretty checkered past. When yeah, we all remember results. the name yes. Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones, yes. but also D.K. Metcalf. D.K. Metcalf was somebody that the doctors and weren't. Look, Landon right. Dickerson last well, so year, they the went the other way. Yeah, right. so. so they have hit on some, they've missed on other. That's probably just the reality of rolling the dice on injured players. They're not going to hit on all them, all bodies healed differently. Now the Eagles in the second round, if he was still there, yes, I would take a chance on him. He's a great athlete. I think he would have been a fine pick at either you know, 15, 16, 19. And look, this team's not winning anything next year. So, like, I, I would I would take a chance on him in the second round and see if he can develop into something for sure. All right, back to the phones in a sec. Kaiser White. The Eagles signed Kaiser yeah. White today from the Chargers. Uh, linebacker, safety-ish kind of hybrid guy. Play, like, listed as a linebacker, but he's like 6'2", 216. Like, yeah. kind of a tweener for that spot. Uh, what do you know about the Kaiser White signing, and, and what do you think of it? So he checks a lot of important boxes, I think, when you look at this stage of free agency. First of all, he's only 26, uh, four years in the league, so he's young. This is not a, a veteran signing, but he has 37 games of starting experience, and he's played in, I believe, 47 games. So he does bring a fair amount of experience despite his young age. And what you like about him being 26 is he's someone that you can build with, and it's kind of a common theme with who they've signed. You know, I believe Hassan Reddick's maybe 27. Zach Paschal, I think, is around that same age. Kaiser White's 26. So they've brought in younger players that, you know, are long-term potentially solutions. So the age is a good thing. Uh, second, he's coming off a career year, 144 tackles, uh, two interceptions, two sacks, I believe. Uh, Pro Football Focus had him ranked as the 43rd best coverage linebacker in the NFL. So I think he can definitely help from a coverage standpoint. Has good instincts. Um not like a elite-type athlete, not like a super speedy guy, which you normally would kind of think with the tweener-type type linebacker, but uh, is it certainly able to cover tight ends? I think they'll use him. He's not a middle linebacker. They'll, he'll probably be next to T.J. Edwards or if they do draft in a Kobe Dean or something like that. But, look, at this stage of free agency, I think it's a good gamble to take. But let's be real. Howie's done a terrible job evaluating. Yeah, Eric line. Wilson yeah. was the first name that popped in my right, head. Right, exactly. I, I mean, this sounds like what I would have said about Eric Wilson last yep. year. And Eric Wilson didn't even make it. Out, like, what do you get? It was cut? like a Week month five into the season. Yeah. yeah. So that was a disaster. Corey Nelson was a disaster. Zach Brown was a disaster. Jatavius Brown retired before they even played for him. Right. <laughs> so like his he was the best of the group. Somehow. Yeah. Seriously. So his track record of signing one-year linebackers. Is not good, and uh, so for, with that being said, I like the signing. I, I like the the boxes, it checks, and all that. But I, I'm not going to sit here and say I view this as an impact signing until I see it go out and happen because of his track record at the position. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can. I agree. Now you mentioned something in there. You mentioned you know my dude's name. You know anyone who listened to the show know Nakobe Dean. Yeah, it is like, your guy. My favorite player in the That's draft. That's your I Justin that Jefferson this now, year. Now I'll be honest though. Like when I heard this signing, it made me think. Oh, so even less. Like I didn't. At no point along the way, no matter how much I love N'Kobe Dean and right. you know three picks, who knows what they'll do. At no point have I actually thought they would draft N'Kobe Dean or a like Devin Bush or not Devin Bush, um, Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, yeah. like guys in that spot, just because they're the Eagles and that's not what right. they do. Does this signing make you feel like it's even less likely that they no, actually go through with that? I, or I no? don't think anything they've done in free agency impacts what they'll do at the draft. What the Eagles like to do is try to fill holes so that when it does come to the draft, they don't have to draft for need. Now, I think that's a smart strategy. I ultimately still think at 15, 16, and 19, 
Like, a receiver is certainly possible. I don't think they should reach for one just because they need one. But if they have N'Kobe Dean ranked as, you know, the 18th best player in the draft or whatever, and he's there at 19, I think they'll take him. Because I, the, the Kaiser White signing is not going to stop them from doing that. Let's go back to the phones, go to Middletown, and talk to Brian. Yo, Bri. Hey, gentlemen. How are you? Pleasure to speak with you guys at this hour. On a I know. It's like bird, go birds after dark. Yeah, almost. Almost, yeah. Almost, yeah. So I'll give you another perspective, guys. You know, I've right. uh, been a long-time Eagles fan. I, I remember, I guess it was the 2011 season, the excitement we had when we heard that the Eagles were getting Nambi Asamoah. Yes. And, uh, you know, all the uh, – and then, of course, Vince Young sort of, uh, you know, gave, put the curse on it with uh, Dream King. <laughs> so the point is I don't overreact uh, to what is going on, you know, at least at one part of the, the offseason. I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, there's the draft. There are probably some other moves that they can make for a veteran player also. Because here's the thing. You know, you look around, but the most important thing that needs to take place, and we won't see this happen until the season begins, is what type of growth does Jalen Hurts show? Yeah. As well as our head coach. It's the key to the whole season, Brian. Like, in reality, with how this offseason has gone, the only chance the Eagles have to be truly, markedly, noticeably better next season is Jalen Hurts taking a real lead? I'm glad you concur with me. And here's the point. You know, I was thinking back to, you know, you look at the Bengals. You could argue that their most significant offseason move before last season was drafting Jamar Chase. And, and, and the point, and I believe a couple years ago for the Bills, it was actually adding Stephon Diggs. The point is there are different ways of sort of improving your team, and you really don't know how it's going to play out. But there is no substitute for that quarterback taking the next step. And I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts can do. I know he has his doubters. Um, I'm, I'm sort of a wait-and-see attitude because you never know what a guy's work ethic and, and when that matches with a head mm-hmm. coach who, who sort of kind of can understand how to attack defenses. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm really I'm not angry or despondent in any way. I do want them to maximize these draft picks, however. Uh, I'm loving the positivity. I'm loving yeah. the positivity. Thanks, guys. Brian, great call. And look, I do think that, you know, as disappointed as I've been with the offseason, as disappointed as it seems like most Eagles fans have been, if you do believe in Jalen Hurts, if you believe he is going to take a step forward, then you know what? You should be at least excited about the potential of these draft picks of building this team up for the future and not necessarily trying to make small-term, short-term fixes that won't necessarily help the, the growth of the team in the future. Well, Look, we talked about the different off-seasons and how Howie you know, has, has missed, frankly, on a lot of these one-year veteran signings. He hit in 2017 on a lot of them, and clearly we know what happened that year. They went and they won the Super Bowl. But let's be real. The reason they were so great that year early on was because Carson was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Chris Long was a great signing. They were extremely talented And ultimately talented the reason team. they won the Super Bowl is because Nick Foles was unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So they're going to be as good as Jalen Hurts is. And I think to a certain extent that's kind of what they were last year. Like, Jalen Hurts was probably, I know he didn't play all the games, but he was a 9-8 and eight quarterback last year. He was better than average. He exceeded expectations. He wasn't special. In 2017, Carson was special. They need Jalen Hurts with what, how their roster is constructed. They can make all the signings they want from here on out. They are not going to be a remarkably better team next year unless Jalen Hurts comes out and is special next year. 215-592-9494. Get on the line now. We will get to your call if you're on. Stick with us. 215 592 94 94 it's go birds radio live from the beautiful sportsbook 
at Parks Casino. And let me tell you about the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It has you covered tonight's college hoops action. Whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, you can use the app for the action tonight. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is a sanctuary where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. The Sportsbook and a casino all in one amazing app. The app's fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive, easy deposits, easy withdrawals, all the good stuff. And tonight's action. You want to have some action on the college hoops games tonight because it is going to be so much more fun to watch these games with a a little action on it. Of course, Villanova going up after our show, a a two-and-a-half-point underdog against Houston. I like Nova. I think this is a a well-coached team that does what it's supposed to do. I think they have a real good shot to take this one. And then after that, Duke against Arkansas. Duke, a four-point favorite. Of course, a lot of storylines going into that one. And uh, why not have a little action on it when you watch these games? We're going to watch them anyway. And, of course, you can bet on Pro Hoops action. Baseball's coming up. Future football. Football futures. All kinds of stuff. So much great stuff to bet on. New customers. If you if you sign up now, you make your first bet risk-free up to $750 risk-free bet. And don't forget, now open the Parks Race and Sportsbook located right inside the new Chickies and Pete Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there. The the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook. We are coming to you live from the beautiful Sportsbook at the Parks Casino. Tons of TVs, tons of awesome seats, and you can bet on everything. So come on down, hang out. We're having a blast here. So even though there's no NFL going on, I do think, look, I love training camp. It's my favorite time of the year. There's a strong argument for this time of the year being the best part of the sports Oh, calendar. I think March Madness is, it's my favorite thing Well, March Madness, NBA playoffs Baseball soon, on baseball, the horizon. Generally, free agency. starting, you know, this upcoming week instead of an extra week late. Right. You know, Apparently the Flyers are still playing. So there's a, there's a lot going Who on. Who are the Flyers? Is that a, oh, no. I think they play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a great time of year. And, and, you know, look, the draft is a month away. Yeah. And the Eagles do have three first-round picks. So we'll obviously be getting into that a lot as well. 215-592-9494. The Nova game will be on WIP after our show at 6. We got you until then. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Illinois and talk to our buddy Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Hey, guys. Uh, long-time caller. James, we started listening uh, before the Wentz draft. Oh, um, my goodness. Old school. Yeah, oh, buddy. How you doing, Jacob? Yeah, how are you guys? man thanks for calling in what's um, on your mind yeah so real quick just want to say about the off season um they tried you know can't hate them for trying i'd rather them try and not give me one than overpay um but as far as the draft i don't think you necessarily need to trade back a first round pick this year because if if they're picking a quarterback next year right they're not going to be much better than they are this year so and i trust howie to be able to get from 19 up to eight or ten or wherever you need to be, because um, you guys have talked about we don't need yeah. you don't need to pick the first or second quarterback in the in the draft. Um, like Mahomes wasn't. Um, yeah, Trubisky went Herbert before Mahomes. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then real quick, uh, one prospect I like in the draft. So we got our edge guy with Reddick, right? Yep. I like Karloftis out of Purdue. He reminds me a lot of BG. Um, he can slide inside. So. 
Yeah, the thing I don't like about him is he's not, like, explosive off the line. He's kind of more of, like, a a hustle-type player, I think, and I'm worried about that. If I'm picking in the first round, I want, like, elite physical traits, and I just don't know if he has that. Yeah, I mean, but if he ends up being another BG, you're cool with that in the middle of the first round, right? Yeah, I mean, BG had certainly a slow start to his career. We were talking about Derek Barnett. I think there's actually a lot of similarities in some ways between their careers, but... Yeah, look, if they take him at 19, I, I think the, I think the best part of the draft at 15, 16, 19 is probably going to be defense. So it wouldn't be a terrible pick. It just wouldn't be uh, my first choice. Yeah, I got you. I'm also a Purdue guy. So I'm, I'm oh, okay. so oh, well, Jacob, yeah. sorry about yesterday, buddy. That was a tough oh, one. Oh, dude, I know. I know. It's, it's one of those games, though. You go in, you're like, you know, it, they're going to lose. You know, and, you yeah, and also for Gogi what it's worth, like, yeah, seed, yeah, it's like I was saying to my wife as we were watching it, and you know, obviously, no offense, we were going nuts for St. Peter's. Yes, like I was saying to her, I was like, man, other than Purdue fans, like, who's rooting for Purdue here? You know, it sucks for Purdue; it's not Purdue's fault, but right. you know, it's a 15 seed. Everyone's rooting for the 15 seed. You know, so right. it's a tough spot for you guys, Jacob. Well, I'll leave you guys with a question as a Purdue guy: What do you think about David Bell in round two? What? What? Who'd you say? What do you guys think about taking David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue? I think he was All-American, All-Big Ten, Offensive Player of the Year. Well, look. Love it, Jacob. Great call, man. Call again, okay? They definitely need to. I pal. Sorry. They definitely need to draft a receiver. Like, and you don't want to reach for one. I think at 15, 16, 19, I don't think Drake London is going to be there anymore at 15. It seems like he's really moving up. Garrett Wilson, I think, could be there. Garrett um, Wilson certainly wants to come to Philly. Yes, it does That's seem like sure. he's very excited about that idea. But my thing with drafting a rookie is, again, I, you have to address the position. I think their lack of improvement in the passing game this offseason is concerning because ultimately that's how you're going to win long-term in the NFL or even next year. And the scary thing is, and I know it's especially scary to you, Jonathan Gannon might be like their best chance of making oh, the playoffs God. next year. Don't tell when me When you this. look at the fact that they're adding defensive talent and all he did last year was win games he was oh, supposed God. to. So. But, uh, no, they need to draft a receiver uh, for sure in the, uh, at some point. They need to add another playmaker to this offense. I don't know if it's a receiver. However they do it, they have to be a much better passing uh, team next year than they were last year. Let's go to Warminster and talk to Oz. What up, Oz? Yo, guys. Great seeing you at McGurk's the other day. Yeah, it was oh, awesome, man. man. It was good to meet you. Well, it was good seeing everybody. And then, you know, Elliot was in the corner. I don't know. It looked like he got I was sitting yet. at his desk like he was an outcast <laughs> all by himself. Yeah, it was bad. I had two quick questions for you. But, you know, the first thing I'll say is, um, just enjoyed listening to uh, Glenn and Ray today talk uh, to BJ, and then all I could think of is Mad Mike just his head exploded. <laughs> well, to be fair, Mad Mike tweeted Brandon Graham yeah. after the Super Bowl. What a special moment that yeah. was. So okay, Mad Mike, cool. is, he is a Brandon Graham fan deep down. Even if he won't admit it. Yes. Exactly right. So, yeah, BJ's so the best. questions for you guys, and, you know, I, I respect your opinions. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the quarterback issue, obviously, we're all talking about. A lot of people, including like, you know, Ray and a couple people on these shows, they're saying, let's let's give him, let's give uh, Hertz the year. What happens next year if it doesn't work out? Like, I don't think we're in a position maybe just to grab who we want, even if we trade back for one pick. And then secondly, um, I really I really feel that we might actually go for a quarterback this year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It you know I, I heard um, Elliot talk about Desmond Ritter. Um, I'm actually a Corral guy. Like, okay. I'm just curious what your thought process is. If they don't have to move up for it, would you do it? 
Yeah, so I think at this point Malik Willis is not going to be on the board at 15, and I would be surprised if Kenny Pickett is. So you are probably talking about a Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral. Uh, Carson Strong's not an option really at that part of the draft, but those are probably the names you're looking at. In terms of what happens uh, next year, I'll address that quickly. Like They're in a terrible spot if this time next year we still don't know if Jalen Hurts is the guy or if – they know that he's not the guy, right? I mean, to have two full years with a starting quarterback and then come away from that thinking that he's not the guy, that's essentially two full wasted seasons. So it's a ton of pressure this year. Once again, the most important thing about this season is figuring out if Jalen Hurts is the guy. That was the thing last year. That's going to be the thing this year. Now, could they draft a quarterback? Absolutely. They have three first-round picks. They value that position. They're doing all their homeworks on these uh, on these guys. I'm sure most of them will be coming to Philadelphia. So I definitely think there's a chance they take a quarterback. Okay, right, nice. and, what a pleasure, my friend. You got it. But uh, other than Desmond Ritter, what, what do you think, Sal? Uh, look, I, I actually kind of like Desmond Ritter a Ritter's little bit. Guy, like, that's yeah. Elliott's guy. I, I, I would not take a quarterback in that spot. I think if – you want a quarterback this year. I think Willis is really the only one I would be personally interested in just because I feel like he's the only one who has the real deal upside to be one of the better quarterbacks man, in the you're NFL. out on picket, man. I'm way out on picket. The hand size. Tiny <laughs> hands, man. I can't do it. Eyes. I can't do it. So, great call, man. And, look, I let's put it this way. With them, like, after the Hurts pick a few years ago, like, I'll never be surprised if they take a quarterback yeah. in any spot ever again. Like, that was the most surprising look, one yet. The day after the Eagles lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my biggest takeaway from that game was – they're going to get a quarterback this offseason. And they tried. They tried to get Russell Wilson, didn't get him. They wanted Deshaun Watson. He wouldn't come here. Like, this idea that they're committed to Hurts, it's just not true. You won't find anybody that covers this team regularly that will tell you they believe Hurts is the guy. So until they have a guy that they think is their answer at that position, then, of course, they could draft a quarterback. Let's go to Florida and talk to our pal, Ja'Cory. What up, Ja'Cory? What's going on, guys? What's up, Ja'Cory? How you doing? Good, man. Good. Um, you know, you guys talking about receiver-wise, I think we're going with a big-body receiver. I know you guys at uh, Parks Casino about to put some money down right now. Um, I will go with the big-body receivers, Traylon Burks, Christian Watson, George Pickens, because um, – Now, Traylon Burks isn't really a big-body receiver, though. Isn't he like six, six, six foot, six one, something like that? He's like, but... No, 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 no. He's like 6'2", six 6'3". Six okay. Now, yeah, the kid from um, Notre Dame, he's a, like a legit – not Notre Dame, uh, North Dakota. He's like a legit 6'4 that runs yeah, – like uh, Yeah. See, six I consider five, that five, more five. of a big body than 6'2", but – Yeah. <laughs> but I was seeing with Aaron Moorhead was that the pro day is getting into the workout, so I think we're going with a big body receiver. Um, I think we're going defensive tackle, one of those Georgia defensive tackles, yeah. the Davis kid or the wide kid. And, um, well, Davis was just in Philadelphia yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. I've seen that. Um, and I think, I don't know what the other pick, I think, I don't know if we're going safety or whatever. But, um, but yeah, Ellie, like you were saying, like, I, I said it on Twitter, and I got crucified for it, but I think it's like we're not getting, like, receivers or they're not just coming here because we don't believe, like, they, the Eagles don't believe in Jalen Hurts. They don't think he's the long-term answer. Um, you know, we like, we're, they said we wasn't interested in Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah. But, you know, the Dolphins have, like, you know, Tua, who's got drafted the same year as Jalen Hurts, and everybody in that draft, except for Jalen Hurts, has a real deal number one wide receiver, you know. And I think they just don't believe him. That's why they're not trying to break their necks for the number one wide receiver. 
Jory, good, good call. And look, I, like we just talked about, like they were in on other quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, it was reported they tried to trade for him. Like Deshaun Watson, whatever they were in on, they monitored it. They at least like looked into it. Like they're clearly not 100% sold on Jalen yeah, Hurts. Yeah, and look, I think we've, we've had this discussion about Hurts. We all know how they feel about him. At this point, it's been talked about. Like at this point, you have to do a better job of putting weapons around Hurts. Whether you believe in him, don't believe in him, whatever. The season is coming up. He's probably going to be your starting quarterback. And so that everybody's not sitting here next year being like, oh, is he the guy? Is he not the guy? Go get talent, put it around him, and and see if he's a guy. Like give him a chance to succeed because he does have some things right now. An elite offensive line, a running game, Goddard, Devontae. Like he's not completely barren uh, uh, of talent, but at the same time, you know Tua right like Tua they went out and got Tyreek Hill they have Jalen Waddle like they are adding around him the Eagles if they if if Jalen's going to be the guy next year and it looks like that's going to be the case then go out and give him a chance to go do it you can't just not add guys under the premise of well they don't believe in him well a good way to make sure he doesn't succeed yeah. is to not put anybody totally. around him yeah I mean how can you really judge him in that case right then it's yeah. like what then you get into that whole discussion well it's like Oh, well, yeah, he wasn't good enough. It's like the Carson thing. Yeah, yeah. it gets, and then it's a self-fulfilling type of prophecy, and it becomes a real issue. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go for us. We will run your calls in that segment. Villanova game coming up at 6. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Goldbirds Radio live from the beautiful Parks Casino Sportsbook out here in Ben Salem. And let me tell you about the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It has you covered. For all the college hoops action tonight, whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, there is all kinds of action tonight, and the Bet Parks is the only sports book and casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is a sanctuary where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. A sports book and a casino. All-in-one amazing app. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And you can bet on all the action that is happening tonight. Villanova, two-and-a-half-point underdog against Houston. I like Villanova in this game. They know how to play in these games. They're smart. They make their free throws. They're well-coached. I like them to to upset here, get some plus odds on that one. Duke, a four-point favorite in the second game tonight against Arkansas. And you can bet on it all. And, of course, you can bet on pro hoops. You can bet on baseball coming up and, obviously, football futures and so much more. And here's the deal, new customers. If you sign up now, make your first bet risk-free up to $750. $750 risk-free bet. Just download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or betparks.com. And don't forget, now open. The new Parks Race and Sportsbook located right inside the new Chickies and Pete Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, coming to you live from the beautiful Sportsbook at the casino parks casino uh just having a blast such a beautiful place a great place to come watch the games tonight if you're if you're looking for a place to come watch some college basketball maybe place a few bets mm. you can't do much better than the parks casino sportsbook here in ben salem all right uh, let's get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here our buddy in vancouver tommy not really interesting tom oh buddy we'll put tom on hold wasn't ready we'll come back to time let's go to joe in the northeast joseph Hey, how you doing, James? What a uh, pleasure, buddy. How are you? Okay. Um, in reference to uh, the, the Chiefs um, Pringle, uh, he was a, a free agent at one time. Was he ever 
So yeah, I he was anybody. signed. I think uh, it was the Bears, maybe. He or was signed. I he was signed for sure. Okay, because I would have liked to see the Eagles get him. That he could take the top off the off the for the offense. And but and one of their first round picks to take the uh, wide receiver Drake London from uh, USC. That guy's a a great uh, route runner and yep. has hands that can catch the football. And, and great like some size, of our too. Few, yep. What's that? And great size as well. Yeah, you're like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, yeah. uh, about the catch tonight, um, uh, you, you know, in uh, 50, 20 minutes they'll be get, getting ready. Um, this is going to be their uh, toughest game. Hopefully they're going to have three, three to play. Uh, but uh, um, that, the guy that um, – uh, Kyler uh, Edwards, we can't let him shoot nine threes, whether, whether, whatever his percentage will be, like he did against Arizona. Yeah. And, and uh, James, a weakness that they have is if he stays on the floor, is the, uh, Carlton, one of their inside players, he shoots under 60% foul, foul, foul shooters. And, uh, you know, we don't want the, our front court guys to suffer any fouls, but, you know, all year, I haven't seen uh, Demir Cosby Roundtree. Can he come in? At, like Joe, I said, in this, take a couple fouls. Joe, great call. Uh, I appreciate say, that it. That was a better basketball analysis than we provided. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, 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 I think you would know better than I would, Joe. Yeah, seriously, so that's I, the answer. Good points. I yeah. think Villanova wins tonight. I guess that's I'm betting the, Villanova. That's the depth of my uh, of my college basketball takes for tonight. Yeah. I think Villanova wins. There that's where I'm at. Let's go back to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Hi, we're back again. Come on, Tom. Come on, You did man. it, buddy. You made it this time. Oh, my gosh. It's only because uh, ESP sent me a note. So I, I caught on, and as soon as I saw it, I said, oh, boy, better better call in. It's been a very active day for us. We've been skating. We're going to the ski hill now. Okay. Lovely, very Tom. Nice. Lovely. What's on your mind? I have a question for uh, for you guys. There's one thing that's been bugging me about this whole offseason and such, and that's the cap question. How yeah. is it that the Eagles have such cap issues when they've got a rookie quarterback? And I thought we dealt with all of the Kristen Wentz problems. Yeah, so they have a, a couple issues. One is they have a lot of dead money still on the books. I mean, the $30 million, I think it was, cap hit they took for Carson, the dead money hit, they have $36 million in dead money right now to various players. Like Derek, Alshon and Alshon, Malik Malik Jackson, Jackson and all that Derek kind of Barnett, like all types of guys. So that's one problem. The other problem is, uh, there's, there's no cap, room to restructure. There's no room to restructure. At this point, the only player on the roster they could realistically restructure is Javon Hargrave. Everybody else is pretty much maxed out. So, yeah, I mean, look, the, ultimately, I still believe they can do whatever they want, but the cap situation is definitely, like, thinned out. It's probably the worst I've seen it since I started covering the team. Okay, very interesting. So the other question I have, and you guys might have covered it, and I apologize if you have, but, the, uh, but with Watson and with the changes, how that affects things, uh, the, it, does that make it more important then for uh, them to get a QB on a rookie contract? And does that devalue hurt because he's almost off his rookie contract? Yeah, yeah Tommy, that's a really and great call, brother. We'll talk to you next weekend. That's a fascinating thought. Yeah. It's an interesting question that the well, Eagles, because of the situation they're in, are almost a team that has to start over with a quarter. Yeah, and it, look, one thing uh, I've said about this is it's advantageous for them. I mean, for the last year, two years, whatever, the best-case scenario for them has been Jalen Hurts turns into a stud, right? 
Now, I think the best case scenario for them is they draft a rookie this year that turns into yeah. a stud. Or then, next year, whatever. But the point is, well, like, yeah, the in the next the two better, years. Right. Yeah. yeah, so for the Eagles, if they get a rookie quarterback at 15, 16, 19, or let's say they hit on Carson Strong in the second round or something like that, you now have a cost control. Now, the second round, you wouldn't have that. Yeah, you prefer option. it to, yeah. You prefer it's in the first round. But, yeah, I mean, after this year, and they never talk about it, like, Jalen's pretty much due for a payday. Jalen's not going to pay the – he's not going to play the fifth year – or fourth in the fourth year. year on his contract. Because if he is, that means he's they're moving on anyway because it means he's probably not good enough. If he is a, the year that you hope he does, then in theory he's going to want a big payday next off. Let's go to uh, Ridley Park and talk to Larry. Larry. Else, how you doing? Good, pal. Larry. What's going on, man? Listen, uh, quick question. Help me with this. I've got nightmares. All right. I've uh -oh. got nightmares that Howie's going to blow the draft. Mm. Can you I think, tell me I think we all do, Larry. We all do. I mean, I mean, you have to be a a a a, a, nunkum, a nickel head to be able to miss this draft, but you can. Well, all right. Let me try to help you sleep better. Howie had a very good draft last year, and I think one of the criticisms of Howie has been he doesn't just take the the guy, right? Like the Jalen Reger pick, which I don't know if you've heard, he took Jalen Reger over Justin Jefferson. <laughs> like that was one that I think they overthought. They looked for scheme. They didn't just take the best player on their board. Last year, they took the best player on their board in, the, in Devontae Smith, right? I think that what you're seeing with Howie is he's learning from his past mistakes. So, look, with three first-round picks in the first round, he's not going to hit on all three. No GM in the league can be expected to hit on all three. But I, but I do think you can feel better because of his draft last year. Can I, can I say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Since Ricky Ricardo and I are Florida State uh, grads, we want right. Jermaine. That's Elliott's guy, too. Yeah. We're with you. I don't you. think he's going to be there. Hey, Larry, good anymore. call. Yeah, he might not be, but he's a good player, and, and that's the type of guy they need. Let's squeeze one more call, and let's go to King of Prussia and talk to Sam. Hey, Sammy. All right, four very quick points real quick. One, right. um, Mad Mike is not reflective of every single person in King of Prussia. We are good. pleasant, good loving people. Love I don't it. know what part he's from, but it's not the part I'm from. Gotcha. Um, other, other point is that Elliot, of course, hurts as the guy. You don't need talent on the team to do well. In fact, if he's going to do great this year, it's even more of a sign that he deserves money, and he's going to get $20 million next year. Well, he might if, um, he's, if he's really good. What's next, you, you guys don't you, you don't need talent on an NFL team. That's ridiculous. And how he's doing I like the sarcasm. Anyway, two other things real I quick. I need a quick, Sammy. We're up against it quick. Okay. Um, what is, uh, for you guys for, to discuss, what is the one free agent signing that you guys regret the Eagles didn't do? And also, finally, I have a take. Ben Simmons is never going to play for the Nets and will be in another Ooh. team next Sam, year. Sam, I love that take. Great call. I don't know about the – I mean, I don't think he's going to play for the Nets this year, which is Definitely fascinating. Definitely not. Um, what's the one free agent that you wish the Eagles had gotten in on? So, I mean, Allen Robinson would have That's like been. the obvious, yeah. clear They answer. need a receiver. But honestly, I, like Calvin Ridley, to me, is the real big miss here. I think he's really good. He's young. You know how much I love Ridley. Yeah, I mean, last year I we was debated saying top that. five yeah. guy in the league. So yeah. I think Ridley's like the real they missed out. It changes the whole complexity of the offseason if that happens. And it's such a shame the way it played out. And, look, you know, thanks to the Falcons for not you know, trading yeah. him anyway. And stuff. You just have but, to wonder if he was using the Parks Casino app. Yeah, I, well, if he was, he probably would have, you know, yes. gotten away with it somehow. Um, all right, uh, speaking of the Parks Casino app, everyone should uh, download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It is a blast. It is brand new. It is super fun to use. And, again, come check out. The beautiful sports book here at the Parks Casino. It is a beautiful place with all kinds of TVs and awesome chairs and awesome stuff. And we will be doing our show on yes. Saturdays from here moving forward. Elliot, any quick thoughts on Nova tonight? I think they win. 
that that was very quick. You're welcome. Yeah, that was yeah. quicker than I was expecting. No, I, I think they'll. I think they'll win. I think one thing Joe DeCamera said this week that is really my biggest takeaway as a Temple guy is I wish Temple was good again. Me too. You know, man. like Me I too. look. It's fun to root for Nova, whatever. But ultimately, it'd be way more fun yeah. if, if Temple. I don't was even playing. root for Nova. I'm yeah, a Temple I mean, like guy. I guess I, I do because it makes other people happy. Joe, yeah, I, I, sure. I don't root against them, but yeah. I definitely am not rooting on, for Temple. them. But tonight I will root for them because I'm going to place a bet here at Parks on there Villanova because I think they're going to win as a two-and-a-half-point dog, and you're getting plus odds. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right, uh, thank you to everyone who called in, especially on this short show getting in with us. We could not do the show without the cars. We des- we so appreciate you. Thank you to the beautiful Parks Casino for having us out to the sports uh, book here. We have had a blast. Thank you to, of course, Kyle Quinn on site with us, Moshe Kravitz doing mm. a great job back in the studio like always. Uh, it's been fun, buddy. Thanks to you, man. Uh, don't, don't, don't show it yourself. Thanks to you. Uh, way too kind. Coming up next, Villanova in the tournament.